And what's going on, guys? And welcome to the Benches Cleared Podcast, where we cover the best rivalry in all of sports. And this is the voluptuous, play that funky music, white boy, Tyler Coe. He represents the side of the Los Angeles Dodgers. The 2020 World Series champion Los Angeles Dodgers, you heard here first. Uh, this is Jesse Gutierrez. He represents the fifth place 2020 San Francisco Giants. That's a little rush. That's a little harsh. I, I, I mean, we're, we're going to get into to, to standings. We have a lot of predictions and stuff going on. Um, Giants are underrated. That's a preview. Um, it's, but more importantly, it is opening day eve. Yes. Um, the day that you said that would never come. Hey, and I'll be the first one to admit that I was wrong, and I will celebrate that I was wrong. <laughs> well, that makes me a little happy because I felt like you were kind of like, I, I want to be right so much. I you would be there, you know, you're going to Nancy Kerrigan this bitch and like hit someone in the ankles. Wow. That's like a really low <laughs> opinion of me. Was that's, it? That was like, yeah, I just, that's, that's really mean. You just call me a jive turkey. Before, before we get into predictions and stuff, let's, let's get into the polls. Last week we went over grading of the, our team's pitchings. We're going to go over the infield and the uh, outfield defense, offense, all the above. We're going to start with the giant side infield. Uh, you guys, uh, went with D, 42%. Um, thought you had a, a D infield. Um, I'm going to say that's pretty accurate. Um, I, I want to look at it at a better light um, to where it would be like maybe D plus C minus. But Because, um, I mean, honestly, Wilmore Flores uh, is looking pretty hot. But the thing is, is when you lose someone like a Buster Posey, um, you know, and you're not willing to call up your top prospect in Bart when he's obviously ready to go, uh, which we'll get more into that a little bit later with predictions. Um, I you you can't expect you know it to be anything other than mediocre. You know you're not putting your best foot forward, and as of right now, opening day, he's not there. So I got to give it a D because also Longoria is not going to be there um, at first. So all you're banking on the infield is is isn't Pablo isn't Sandoval Bell, and isn't Brandon no, Belt? Bell and Longoria aren't okay for opening day. This should be like in the next like week or so, but. Mm -hmm. You know, we should yeah. Say. So I mean, that's down three, three of your infielders right there. Yeah, exactly. And so D, and D we, makes sense. We all see it, okay, Giants fans. We know what's going on. Like my guy Jason J at J Mints uh, gave it an F rating. Um, I get it. Like it's it it could be that bad. Definitely, I I hundred percent agree. Um, a lot has to go right. Uh, if they do make any noise, it's going to be because they have. Their pitching really shows up, and you know, offense just scores just enough runs for the for them to be good, like most other uh, Giants uh, successful teams. <laughs> well, that's good. I'm glad you know the the Giants fans out there are at least self aware. Yeah, we're one... self aware. Okay, yeah, no, I'll give you guys that because if I went to that poll and saw you know 30% say A, I'd be like, okay, this is just a joke at this point. But anyway, yeah, speaking it... of speaking of A's. Uh, let's let's jump into the Dodgers infield where uh, fifty eight percent of you said it is an A, and then thirty two percent of you said B, uh, ten percent of you said D, which I'm assuming is just pissed off Giants fans. So we're gonna go with the healthy split of A and B, and <clears throat> I absolutely agree. And this was before the news broke about Gavin Lux, which we'll get into in a little bit about him not being on the opening day roster. But I mean, you're looking at Justin Turner at third, Seager at short, 
Muncie at first and <clears throat> probably two thirds of the time Kike at second with Will Smith behind the backstop. I mean, that's yeah, that, that, that's your only little dip is second. So yeah, I, I would agree. It's a, but, it, but, it's but not, I don't know, you know, and like I said, we're going to, I'll wait. Cause I have, I have some things to say about that. So I'll wait until we get okay. into the uh, Kike Hernandez debate. I'll wait. All right. Yeah, a little preview, a little foreshadowing. I, I like that. Um, we're going to go back to the giant side and go to the outfield. When, when I made this poll, I'm, I'm a realist here. Um, so I didn't even put A in it because you're only able to do four. So I put B, C, D, and F, and overwhelmingly 50% said uh, F. And, yeah, uh, well, I'm, I'm going to give it the same thing as, as the infield. I'm going to give it a D um, because I believe a lot has to go right for it to be, um, you know, like a C. Um, and I'm not going to go D. I mean, I'm not going to go F because, you know, they're not the Orioles here. You know, they're not like – I feel like you it's, can't give any team an F before the season starts. There's, well, you can't, these are all Major is, League Baseball on players. Yeah, this is on paper compared potential. to Major League Baseball players. Yeah, exactly. And, I, I like, this isn't a dumpster fire like like the Orioles and, and you know, like half the teams in the uh, American League, okay? Like, they're trying to compete. So I'm going to give it a D, and if a lot goes right, like Austin Slater keeps mashing like he did in the exhibition game. If, uh, you know. The one game. <laughs> yeah, the one. Well, he's. We're going to get into that because that's one of my predictions about Austin. I'm a huge Austin Slater fan. Um, I, there's a lot. There's if, if guys show up, they p- have potentially you know a, a solid C if miracles happen to be. But realistically, it's probably going to be DC. Um, you know, and with all hopes being C, they're they're relying on their pitching, just like we said last week. I think. I mean, the bullpen, I discussed how the Giants' bullpen is better than the Dodger bullpen. I think the starting pitching uh, of the Giants is can be very solid if things go right. So for them to contend, it, it's going to be based on pitching and, and off. like I said, offense is just going to have to really squeak just to just to make those. So they're not going to have high grades on paper. They're, you're going to be C at best. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a stark contrast compared to to the Dodgers outfield. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ninety uh, percent of you said A, and then ten percent of you said D. Which again, that just has to be <clears throat> pissed yeah, off Giants it. fans or just people who are just assholes. Because there's no way you could even give it. You a have C. two of arguably the top five players in baseball in that outfield. So right, and then you have you know you got to know where you're at. Yeah, and we'll we'll get into it more with the uh, the lineup predictions. But I left field is going to be a split between Jock, AJ Pollock, and then sprinkle in some Kike Hernandez and Chris Taylor, maybe some Matt Beatty. But all those dudes are great players. Yeah. Jock Peterson hit thirty six home runs last year, and if he's Jock not an Peterson, everyday player. If Jock Peterson got traded, he'd be batting fourth in the Giants lineup. So. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, so A, and you know, the thing about Mookie Betts and Cody Bellinger, they're as good as they are hitting, they're just as good defensively. So, yeah, you know, there, there's no, there's no Mookie argument for center. anything but an A. So, yeah, it's yeah. straightforward. It's an A. Yeah, and as far as defense, I, I feel like the John, this is solely based on offense. I feel like the infield and outfield defense is very solid. Um, you know what we'll get more into exactly why when we get into our predictions and we're just going to jump straight into it 
Okay, we're going to go predictions. Uh, we're doing predictions, 10 each, five around the league and five on our team. Um, Tyler, I want to hear which uh, – let's we're, let's end with our team, okay? Let, let's go around the league a little bit um, because okay. we do – we do care about other teams as well, and we do pay attention. So I, I'm, I'm really excited to hear, hear, hear what you've got. You know, I really didn't want to pick things that have a, a high probability of happening in my mind, so I kind of tried to go a little bit outside the box. So number one, my number one prediction, we hear everyone talking about it. If someone hits over 400, is it going to count? doesn't matter. We don't have to worry about it. No one in the American League or National League will hit above 400. No one. So number one for my all-around uh, of the league falls right into what you were saying, uh, that pitching is going to be way ahead of hitting. Um, you know, there's some there's some guys that are going to be exceptions to the rule, right? Some people start out the gate hot, and then they kind of die down, and, you, you know, that sort of thing. But I think the mass majority of people um, are, are going to be just be way behind the pitching right now. I think pitching has time to rest. Um, you know, they got to ramp up a little bit, but I feel like it doesn't take that much to ramp up pitching as it does to get a nice solid you know confidence in, in the box so um I, i'm gonna agree with you on on no one's gonna hit over 400 because of my prediction a pitch is gonna be way ahead of hitting side note side question here do you think anyone goes eight and oh nine and oh as a starter no hell no no i don't know See, streaks streaks like that don't happen like I, i'm gonna say no no even a Jacob Degrom, like Ben's Mets lineup ain't that great. Like, nah. I think at least two people will. That's just a side thing of mine. Just like okay. Top of my head. I'll top number, of your head. Number two Here's for me, head. you know, we've heard people say they think the number is going to be 17 home runs. They think that's kind of going to be the number to yeah. hit as far as most home runs. I'm smashing that number. I'm saying Aaron Judge and John Carlos Stanton hit at least 25. Both of them really? hit at least 25 home runs. Absolutely. You're going to so, go – Giancarlo's going to hit 20, 20 home runs, you think? 25. I think they're both going to be okay. healthy. They're both going to play at least 55 games. Also, also, if if you look at fan graphs, fan graphs put out 60-game stretches, the best 60-game stretches of each category of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brian yeah. Dozier hit 28 home runs in a 60-game stretch. Ryan Dozier. Okay. Yeah, but you're going to have to be on, dude. I'm, John, I'm gonna Carlo, have to... John Carlos hit 33 in a 60-game stretch before. I'm saying. Okay. I'm just calling it. Um, this leads right into my number two prediction, um, and that is the AL is going to get exposed for being top-heavy, and people are going to stop looking at them as the grand mecca of, of, of sports and how they're so much better than the National League. It's bullshit because – um, and to kind of explain why I'm saying no to you, um, John Carlos Stanton's going to have to um, face the Mets pitching a lot more. But he's already done it. He was in that division. I understand that. But they got to have to face Nats pitching too. I mean, f- I understand what, what you're saying, okay? But Nats pitching. They're going to have to face Mets pitching a lot more. Fucking – I. I it's ridiculous. I don't disagree with you. I think on the whole... You just disagree with me. You just said that they're going to hit 25 home runs. I'm telling you no. Right. I didn't say they're going to hit 350 in 25 home runs, but I think they're going to hit 25 home runs. I'm saying... You think the only hits they're going to have are just their home runs. Right. They're going to go 25 <laughs> for 200 in 25 yeah, exactly. home runs. No, what I'm saying is, yeah, I think the universal DH is going to expose 
that you've had these teams for years and years and years in the AL East where everyone thinks they're just the best team ever, but you just don't have yeah. the pitching that the NL does. So now the playing field is going to be even, and I think we're going to see a huge swing in the National League's direction. So I agree with you there, but I'm, I'm right about that. Giancarlo and Aaron Judge. You're wrong, but that's fine. We'll, we'll, we'll continue to go. Okay. Well, number three, this kind of just contradicts uh, what, you're, what you just said as well. This is playing <laughs> along very nice. Uh, the Tampa Bay Rays are going to represent the American League in the World Series. That is how my is prediction. That, uh, how, is that, how is that contradicting what I said? You're saying the NL is like, oh, everyone in the AL East sucks, blah, blah, blah. They don't suck. I'm just saying they're, they're, it's top-heavy. Well, I actually, think I think there's know, now that I think it's going to be more I, more exposed in in the central is is what I'm trying to say because well, I mean they I'm have thinking about it what I just said kind of aligns with what you said yeah because the Rays <laughs> resemble more of a National League team than an American yeah. League team where their pitching is going to be such you know make up eighty percent of why they're going to be such a good team I would um, love and that think, and I think their pitching is going to carry them all the way to the World Series. Um, at least deep in the playoffs. I think they're going to win the American League East as part of that. <clears throat> so That's, I think a bold the, That's more of the prediction than what you just said. Right. I think I, – I mean, I, I will say I think the Yankees win the wild card. They make the uh-huh. wild card and win the wild card game and get into the playoffs. Um, yeah. But, yeah, the Rays, World Series. Yeah. And, and just to go back to – I mean – I don't mean to, you know, go go backwards. We we want to go forward, okay? We don't want to look back. We're going to look back for a second uh, and talk about, um, you know, the AL getting exposed. It's more like the central, I feel like. I feel like the Twins are going to get exposed a little bit. I feel like even the White Sox might get exposed a little bit when they have to face teams like Cincinnati. They got to face St. Louis. They got to face the Cubs. I feel like they're just going to get exposed. I feel like even in the NL West, when the Angels are playing teams, the mid-tier teams in the NL West, then they're going to get exposed for being more of a dumpster fire than a mid-level team. Like I feel like I feel I, like the I, Angels are going to get handled by Padres, Diamondbacks, and Giants. Yeah, I mean, I agree to a certain extent with what you're saying, but I think you're right. The the Central, you know, all this hype around the Twins with how the schedule has been restructured, I think it. It hurts them a lot, and I don't think the Twins are going to do as well as everyone thinks they're going to do for that yeah. exact reason. So I well, agree they, with you. Though. I mean, when, when they play in their division, which is more, they're still going to have a high count. But what I'm saying, their record against NL teams, right? The NL Central. We're going to see. We're going to we're going to we're going to see that the National League is the shit. Oh, yeah. um, on to my third prediction. Um, this I think is a little bit more of a hot take. Um, I'm going to say that the Mets and the Nats are going to st- are going to fight for the top spot in the NL. East. The pitching, it just just because of my first prediction, uh, pitching being way ahead of hitting, um, I feel like the Braves, probably one of the really extremely good lineup, very good team, solid bullpen, but their starting pitching really ain't shit. I mean, they got Mike Soroka, who's very underrated, should be talked about a lot more, but then they got <laughs> Mike Fultonevich, he's over. Everyone keeps talking about how he's supposed to be the shit. He ain't that good. All right, he ain't that good. Then you got Cole Hamill's old ass in there. Who well, knows what he's Cole got Hamill's, left in the tank? He's. I don't think he's going to start the season. I think he's even more be on the IL. Even more so, baby. Right. I, I feel agree. like they're 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 going to be in. I think the Mets and the Nats are going to be in the top spot. And um, 
Yeah, Mets, Nats, fighting it out because those rotations are fucking bonkers. Yeah, I think if if King Felix was playing, I think he would. Uh, I would have rooted year. for that. Yeah, I, I think I he would have had a great year. So I think that definitely hurts him. But but I agree. I think the Mets are going to be. I think the Mets are going to be pretty good this year. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> another team that. I think this is I also kind of think this is a hot take but a lot of people have been echoing what I'm thinking or I'm echoing what they're thinking. I think the Cincinnati Reds are going to reach the NLCS. I think the Cincinnati Reds, I think their pitching is going to carry them and I think they're going to have a great season and not only that, the pitching, but look what they did in free agency, you know, for for their lineup. They're well balanced. They they are. And my boy Extremely Trevor well Bauer, balanced. you know, I think he's going to have a great year. So I think the I think the Reds are going to win the Central, and I think they're going to go all the way to the NLCS. Um, oh, that's kind of hard to say because St. Louis is so fucking good. Um, and they always seem to be there when they're not supposed to be. Um, but I, I I'm I really want to see what what happens with them. I I think I might piggyback with you and and ride this Reds bad wagon because. They're just so well, so well rounded. I don't think yeah. they have much depth, but if the guys stay healthy, they could be one of the best teams in baseball because they have solid starting pitching, really good lineup. Um, bullpen is—it's I don't think it's bad, but it's not star-studded. You know, yeah. Amir Garrett's awesome. And, you know, like they have—they have like good guys, but as a whole, I don't think. I just don't. I'm just bummed. Really that, a sure thing. Yeah, I'm. Just I just can't say they're a sure won't. thing. But well, I'm hoping maybe we will be able to see Michael Lorenzen hit. I feel like they yeah. could pinch mm-hmm. hit him just because. I mean, he <laughs> they he might had, when it when it dwindles down to like 25, you might be right. Right at the beginning, no, for sure. But yeah, yeah. but I I mean, you got to think he's probably a better hitter than some of the utility guys they have on the bench. <laughs> I mean, that dude maybe. can just straight mash. So that that would yeah. be exciting. But yeah, I, I think it's going to be a two dog race for sure between the Reds and and the uh, the Cardinals, but. I don't know. I'm I'm just going with the Reds, and I also just hate the Cardinals. So I w- I wouldn't mind seeing the Reds. Yeah. I hate, I yeah, hate yeah. Cardinals. I would. I would. I want to see Joey Votto get some love and be able to get in the playoff. Yeah. Definitely. Um. On to my my number four um, prediction, and it's going to be the Braves will miss the playoffs. Um. Kind of piggyback piggybacking on my last prediction of um. You know the Mets and Nats fighting for that top spot. I believe that the Braves won't be a, in contention for the wild card spot, not because they're better than the mid tier teams. I mean that they're um, that they're worse than the, than the mid tier teams, but the fact is they're playing a lot better teams. Um, so I feel like their record's going to be a little bit more in the middle because they're playing monsters in the uh, the NL uh, West. I mean, sorry, monsters in the NL East and monsters in the AL East. I mean, Yankees are great. Tampa Bay is great. Um, I feel like Boston is not a powerhouse anymore, but they're not shit either. You know, like if, if you think of their their outfield, um, you know, they they're obviously missing Mookie, but they also got Alex Verdugo and Kevin Pillar, who had a great year. So I mean, and not forget <laughs> Andrew Benintendi. Like I just. I feel like that, that that's going to be a lot more um, difficult schedule for them just to be able to ease through. Like I feel like the Giants, Padres, and, and Diamondbacks are going to have similar uh, records to the Braves, even though I know the Braves are a better team. Just their ske- Giants' schedule is going to be a lot easier. Yeah. 
You know, I was just thinking when you were saying that too, what's going to suck for the Braves is their travel schedule is going to suck since yeah. they have to play the AL East teams too. Yep. And you have the Mets all the way up there on the East Coast, like way up there. The mm-hmm. Phillies, the the Nats, their travel schedule is going to suck. I don't know. I've always not liked the Braves, so I'm cool with that. <laughs> yeah, I can't stand. Em. I can't stand any team with a Native American mascot or theme because I hate the chop shit that they do and yeah. just hearing it. Ugh, it's just always irritated the hell out of me. So fuck the Braves. I hope they don't make the playoffs. <laughs> uh, so speaking of not making the playoffs, like the Braves, my fifth and final league-wide prediction. The Giants will not win more than 20 games. I said it last week. I'm sticking to it. There is a $20 Chipotle gift card on the line. That's safe, baby. And Who's I'm eating so- guac? I'm sticking with it. Who's eating guac, baby? Do- Bro, I'm, I'm going to be eating this Chipotle on the air at the end of the season. No, I will be. I'm talking double meat. I'm talking two things of guac. We're talking missionary. We're talking missionary. We're talking when I'm on top and she's on her back. You know, you I'm won't even have to put it me. sparingly on the chips. You can straight dunk that shit. Yeah, I'm getting large. You better you better pay for some large chips, dude. Large chips and guac. Hey, don't $20, be fucking cheap. You can buy whatever you want. Except don't be, be cheap. me buying whatever I want. Don't be cheap. All right. Well, I'm gonna um it's this is another uh, prediction in the NL West. Uh, going over to to my last prediction, um, my prediction is that the Rockies are the dumpster fire of the NL West, not the Giants. Uh, I don't understand how that's even a question. I don't understand a team that has no fucking starting pitching except for John Gray. I mean, Kyle Freeland was the shit two years ago, but let's he had a terrible year last year, and we're just gonna. Forget about that. Pretend that shit didn't happen. Yeah, like dude, they have Nolan Arenado. He'll, he's gonna say. Oh him. yeah, I mean, I mean, if if we're looking for top, probably three best players out of or uh, the organizations, both of them. Yeah, three of them are gonna be on the Rockies with Nolan Arenado, Trevor Story, and uh, and Charlie Blackman. But Charlie Blackman, after, please. Yeah, I mean, but because if Charlie Blackman was on the Giants, he'd be a middle of the order type guy over there. So if but, I were but, on the Giants, I'd be batting sixth. All right, that's not that's nothing. Bitch, you wouldn't be batting six on my sister softball team, okay? You ain't got shit. Uh-huh. Um, anyways, yeah, I just I don't understand what, how the Rockies roster is better than the Giants roster. It doesn't make doesn't make any sense. They're a shitty team. Um, one thing that we have not brought up in these past couple uh, podcasts when we were talking about this schedule is the fact that I, I know it's a sixty game season, so shit, shit's different, you know, but. The fact is, doesn't matter how good the Dodgers are, and doesn't matter how bad the Giants are, and vice versa, they play each other extremely well. Over the seven-year span of the Dodgers' reign of, of winning the NL West, during the regular season, the Giants are only one game under 500 against them. So if they continue to, to, to be that, they can pull out a decent a decent season when it comes to, you know, they finally figured out how to beat the Rockies in Colorado last year. Um, you know, depends what the Padres are, of course, but they always play the Diamondbacks really well. So, I don't know. I think that there's some hope. And with that, leading into my first prediction for uh, for the Giants is the Giants will contend for a wild card spot. Um, 
They will be in the talks. They will be in the conversation because they get to play teams like the Angels. They get to play teams like the Rangers, bottom feeder teams in the in, uh, in the American League, and they play teams in their division well. Uh, I think this 100% has to do with, with, with schedule, this prediction, by the way. I'm not saying that they're better Don, than the, the Braves. Only, I would, I would never say that. going for you is the Mariners. You guys and the Mariners. Mariners. That's it. And the Mariners. Well, fuck with the, That's what I'm saying. AL, top heavy. We get a feast on the AL, and we play our division pretty well. So I feel like it's possible because of schedule. I don't think, like I said, Braves are going to miss the playoffs because their schedule is so tough, and pitching you know, is going to be a, a ahead of hitting. I think that the Giants, if a lot goes right, are, are going to be contenders in that spot over the Braves because of schedule, not because of well, better being a better hmm. team. We'll see. Uh, I have the Diamondbacks winning a wild card spot, so that's very I'm possible. Dis- I'm gonna disagree with you there. And I didn't say win; I said contend. So if if they're like one of the uh, team two teams under, I would consider that contending. Obviously, it depends what the schedule is. If the top two teams still have like a five six game difference, that's not contending. But yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I'm just gonna go right out of the gate. This is gonna be a, a hot take for the Dodgers here. I have Corey Seager hitting 360 this season and winning the National League MVP. Don't at me. When it happens, everyone's going to be like, wow, Tyler, you're a genius. And I'm going to be like, yeah, I know. Don't worry. We're going to have the, the first episode after the season. Um, <laughs> is you know, going to we'll, be we'll you do, eating we'll do a, and just we'll shitting do, on me? Yeah, it's just shitting <laughs> on all your predictions. Uh, I'm going to be right this whole time. Uh, we'll, we'll let you do your crying of, you know, oh, my God, the Dodgers choked again. We'll have that episode. Oh. The next episode will be going over our predictions and how fucking stupid you are. I'm sorry. I don't, go for, out of your for, mouth. I don't go for cookie-cutter predictions like you. Like, <laughs> I think the, the, Giants, fence, the Giants will be okay. Not bad, but not good. You know, I don't play that shit. That's kind of swinging for the fences for the Giants right now. Yeah. Uh, so like, let's let's give you a little bit of credit there. I'll tone it down. Um, I'll tone it down. Yeah. Uh, going on to my second prediction for the Giants, uh, Drew Smiley and Kevin Gossman uh, were the two one-year uh, major league signings. Of course, like guys like Trevor Cahill, but they're minor league signings. So going off those two, um, I'm going to say one is going to be a flop and one's going to be a steal. Damn! Did your um, she just go yard? Just she just went yard. Did you see it? Yeah, I can see it on the TV. I'm saying it in my monitor right here, and I was going to say something, but I was like, oh, Yastrzemski's the shit. Um, he's not even in my in my predictions. But look, Giants beat uh, the A's yesterday 6-2. Um, by the time this airs, obviously we're going to know who wins, so that might sound stupid, but Yastrzemski's going yard. It's great. Um, but yeah, Smiley, I believe, is going to be the one that is going to be the steal. Um, two years off of Tommy John is, is supposed to be a lot better indication of what they are. Um, but I feel like one of those two, it's just going to be a flip-flop. One of them's going to be a steal, like almost like Derek Holland of, uh, of 2018, where he was just at times the best starter in the, in the, in the Giants uh, rotation. Um, and then there's going to be the one who's kind of like shit in the bed, like Derek Holland in 2019. <laughs> uh, so, All right, for, for the second Dodger prediction for me, I'm going with Julio Rios leading the Dodgers in wins amongst starters. And the reason really? I say amongst starters is because I feel like this year could get so weird that a reliever could rack up eight wins and, you know, a starter oh, might only he's gonna, have you seven. You think he's going to go back and forth? Well, no. he He's – right now he's the solid number three. So he's 
So you think he's better than Walker Bueller or, or Kershaw? You think he's just going to get the luck? I, I don't think he's I don't think he's better. I mean, I don't think anyone could say that. Well, number one. So you just I think it's going to be like kind of like one of those luck things. Like they just ha- he happens to get the most the more run support. Yeah, I mean, it's all going to depend on who he lines up against. If he gets you yeah. know two starts against the Mariners, well then that's great. Well, that I'm just trying to understand, wrap my head around because if it's not because it's better, it has to be because well, also, he just happens to because but that, that happens. Thing, but the other thing is, I don't know when Walker Buehler is going to be starting games. I mean, oh, he's not, he's not out the gate ready. No, so he's they're talking uh, about how he's going to start, and then Dustin May is going to piggyback him. So okay. Walker Buehler might not even qualify for a win. He might only pitch <laughs> three innings true. or four innings. So that's really that's sure, something we I'm haven't sure, talked about. Yeah, I'm sure he'll only do two starts like that, and then he'll kind of be out of the gate ready to go. But with such a short season two starts being kind of nullified. I mean, I think that hurts you. And, you know, with Kershaw giving up the long ball like he does, I think Urias might slot up to have the most wins. So that's just my little, my little prediction that I'll be celebrating when I'm right. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, that happens. I mean, sometimes just guys get – someone has to get the most run support. And, you know, yeah, sometimes, sometimes no luck really just, be. you know, has something to do with Falls it. on your side. Two with wins, I feel series. like you don't want to get into that. Yeah. You can't. You cannot say any of them were luck. Okay, it's called masterminding of Bruce Bochy in that bullpen. That's what it is. Mastermining. That's what it is, baby. Um, over back to to the Giants side. My third prediction for the Giants 2020 season. Uh, Joey Bart's gonna come up and fucking rake and take over. Uh, I believe that he's a, a huge reason why we're going to contend for that wild card spot. Um, it's bullshit that he's not going to be part of the, the opening day roster. They're trying to do it just for service time. And I really want to put to bed the idea that it's a smart business move to not pay him the first five games because you don't want to lose a year of service time uh, and, and you know, pay him more in arbitration. That's not a smart business move. That's called a dick move. When you earn yeah, something, you should bullshit. get it. Everyone's saying the same thing. What if the season gets canceled and you lose that service? Well, he earned it. I don't give a fuck. And when it comes – and I, I can understand not, not putting him on if, A, Buster Posey was there. Yeah, you're not going to bring him up and let him be Buster Posey's backup. You're going to put him on the taxi squad and let him be his, his backup to you know be that taxi squad guy and not, yeah. and not be on the roster. But Buster Posey's not there this year, right? If there was AAA there, hey, you know what? He needs to get some at-bats at AAA because he hasn't had any. It's just been AA. I can completely understand that. But if you're going to tell me his, it's better to, for his development to be down scrimmaging with AAA guys instead of being in-game, I, I, you lost me there. It's bullshit. The dude earned it. Give him his fucking money when he's, 30, when he's 29 instead of 30. Give him his extra money in arbitration because, dude – earned that spot he's the best everyone including players on the team this isn't just me not knowing shit and you know guys who are playing with him say he's the best catcher on the roster he's ready to go and giants are holding them back it's bullshit he's probably also one of the top four hitters that would be on the roster as well yeah yeah uh, start if if he's in the lineup he's hitting third i mean pence is mashing right now uh austin slater's hot as fuck but Honestly, you're gonna you're gonna slate him in maybe the first couple days because you want to get his confidence up. You want to give him like five, six, seven to like maybe like let him see some more pitches. But 
dude, like, we well, got to think about later. He's going to be back and forth. He's cleaning up. You got to think about the owners, dude. They're billionaires. Yeah. Okay. That this might hurt. They, yes. they want to save those extra few million dollars. You, you can't, they can't face criticism if, if they call them up early and they have to pay them a year early. It's, it's insanity. A, a team like San Francisco who has one of the most revenues of, of any team in baseball. Um, yeah. It's your yeah. turn now. <laughs> uh, going in, going into number three, um, I have the Dodgers winning forty-two games a season. Maybe, maybe a couple less. I don't think a couple more, but somewhere between that thirty-eight and forty-two range, I'm going with forty-two. Um, I think they're going to win a bunch of games this season. I think they're going to come out with the the number one seed in the in the National League. What what not, what's that stupid ass look on your face? You're not gonna mention it. Why you oh, said 42? Jackie Robinson? Yeah, I'm, you're not gonna be that, like that's a, that's a nice coincidence. Sure, that's not a coincidence. That's what came into your mind, and that's yes, fine. I, that's great. You said you're gonna win 42 for Jackie Robinson. That's what it is. No, what they need to do is win a goddamn World Series for Vince <laughs> Scully before he dies. That's the most <laughs> important thing. Oh, yeah, the, it's a nice coincidence. Anywho. Prediction number four, Giants side. Uh, we saw it on the first exhibition game on Monday. Uh, we're going to see it throughout the season. Austin Slater will be the surprise of the team. No one's talking about him. Uh, dude is a career 300 hitter in the minor leagues, raising all the way through. Um, you know, had a great rookie season. Then last year kind of was up and down. Started off really hot, but then struggled. Um, I'm a big Austin Slater fan. Um, Save by the Bell. Uh, love the guy. He's gonna he's gonna mash. Dude's gonna be the he's gonna be the new uh, Jastrzemski, as I like to say, uh, where they're gonna talk about him playing every day. I, I think he's super solid. He's gonna start moving all around the diamond. He's gonna um, play some second base, some first base, a lot of outfield, and I love him. Word. Number four um, is going to be a surprise to a lot of people, especially after my number two prediction. Walker Buehler is going to win the National League Cy Young Award. He's well, going to go straight uh, Jacob deGrom on your asses and have like a 1.4 ERA, and he's going to win the Cy Young. Yeah. I mean, you both can be tr- both are possible to be true because I think wins aren't you know held as – High as a stand has as the as the oh, bar anymore. No, so with Jacob Degrom yeah. winning back to back years, no way. Yeah, yeah. I think it's. I honestly think it's a matter of time before Walker Buehler uh, wins a Cy Young. Um, it might not be this year because if he doesn't start the year, it depends how. Uh, you're saying he doesn't start the year. Or he's just he, right. No, he's he's gonna. Excuse me. He's gonna start the year, but it's not gonna be that. He has, you know, a hundred pitch caps. Okay. Yeah, he might. Well, I think that's gonna be a lot of a lot of teams are saying that they're starting out with like three innings on their guys, so that might be uh, the norm for everyone. So, yeah. Yeah. And the biggest thing with all these predictions is this year is gonna be such a crapshoot that I'm sure you know we might go zero for ten on all our predictions, and and it just is what it is. I'm gonna go ten for ten, and I'm gonna seal it right here with. Mauricio Dubon fits into center field with ease. They're, they're moving him to the outfield. Um, they've, uh, you know, he's been tested a couple times and doesn't, I mean, sometimes when they put infielders in the outfield, they look really stupid. I feel like it's going to, um, 
you know, I feel like his defensive metrics are going to come out really good. Um, I feel like he's going to be a great defensive center fielder. He's going to move all over the diamond. He's going to be our version of a, a super utility that can actually hit. Um, and he's going to kill it in center field. I think it's going to end up more like the uh, Jock Peterson first base experiment. So good luck with that. No, he looks good. He's already done it. All right. I see it. I think wrapping up predictions, the biggest prediction, the Dodgers win the world series in six games against the Tampa Bay Rays. They finally do it. We went out and got Mookie. He's here for a reason. We don't choke this year and it finally happens. You heard it here first. Six you can games. hear it. It's fine that it's heard here first. It just ain't gonna happen. Um, yeah, they're first second round. They're gonna be out. They're they're not gonna even reach the World Series this year. Hmm. Put it in the bag. Yeah. Put it in the bag. Uh, and and speaking of this idea of the rivalry and this podcast being all about the rivalry. It is an absolute treat that tomorrow opening day, Dodgers giants, it's going to be great. Um, going to be grilling, probably some dogs going to do some dog fest, maybe on Thursday, uh, bacon wrap, hot dog and some brats, maybe, maybe some burgers. I don't know yet. Um, actually I'm a liar. I'm going to do ribs. There we go. I'm switching. I was it up say, on I'm you. thinking maybe I'm going to do a ribeye. Nice little steak for daddy. Now, here's here's a great thing about being a meat cutter, um, is when I cut my beef ribs from the ribeye, um, I just my knife kind of slips a little bit. You know, I can't control my knife sometimes, so I get so much fucking meat on my ribs, it's it's not even funny. It's like a mixture of the two. You get the best of both worlds. There's like a a thing of meat that they're just so delicious. Um, God damn. But. Before you see us freaking go all the way erect, uh, let's 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 get into the last predictions, and that's the the opening day predictions of the starting lineup. Uh, we obviously know the starting pitchers. Um, we the Giants actually knew the starting pitcher uh, a couple weeks ago when Johnny Cueto tweeted um, that he would be facing Kershaw uh, for opening day. Five days later, uh, Gabe Kapler was like, "Oh no, yeah, Johnny Cueto is a starting pitcher." Yeah, we already know. Johnny told us on social media. Okay. We don't we know. need you, um, Gabe. We don't need you, Gabe. We don't need you, we don't need you right now. Um, but I'm gonna go. Uh, Dubon's gonna lead off and start in center field. Um, you know, Solano, Donnie Baseball, perfect number uh, number two hitter. Gonna spray the ball over the field. Um, and we got a masher, uh, g- guy who mashes lefties. All right, it's uh, Wilmer Flores is going to be number three. We're going to go Hunter Pence, number five, another lefty masher. He's going to destroy Kershaw. My man Austin Slater uh, is going to be playing some first base. Um, Yastrzemski uh, is going to be playing some right field. Pablo Sandoval is going to be DHing, um, and he's the fatter the the panda, the fatter the uh, <laughs> the average. So he's big. Expect some big things from him. Um, the other last lefty of the crew is going to be Brandon Crawford. He's going to be starting at shortstop. And because Joey Bart is not up, which he should be up and starting because it is a lefty pitcher, it's actually going to be Tyler Heineman. Because Tyler Heineman's been catching Johnny Cueto, so I feel like they're kind of grooming him for him. So there we go. <clears throat> yeah, with the, with the Dodgers lineup, it's not so much of a prediction. I mean, we already kind of know. Um, Mookie's yeah. going to be... Yeah, Mookie's going to be leading off playing right. Max Muncy's going to be hitting second, playing first. Turner's going to be hitting third, playing third. 
Bellinger is going to be batting cleanup, playing center. Seager is going to be batting fifth, playing short. Um, batting sixth is either going to be Jock or AJ Pollock, depending on. You gotta pick one. These are predictions. You gotta. You gotta. Well, I'm saying. I'm saying for the season going forward, not just for opening day. They're going to be splitting day. time between left and righties. Mm-hmm. Kike. Yeah. Kike is going to be your everyday starting second baseman with a little bit of Chris Taylor sprinkled in there. Because like we kind of alluded to at the beginning of the video, Gavin Lux was optioned today. And I commend the front office for doing this. I don't, I'm not so sold on Gavin Lux. And he definitely played like shit in the exhibition games and the inner squad yeah. games. So with this season being such a sprint and, you know, everyone's saying we don't have time to account for slumps. The Dodgers really put their money where their mouth is and they send him down, which I'm a huge fan of because his, yeah. he just comes off as arrogant to me saying like, I want to win rookie of the year and all this stuff. And he hasn't proven shit. And Kike has been okay. super hot and I love Kike. So Kike is playing second. And then in the eighth spot, it's going to be AJ Pollock or Jock Peterson. DHing, which everyone's not in the field. And then you're going to have Matt Beatty sprinkled in there and, Edwin Rios, and then yeah, I, Will Smith's going to be batting nine, catching. Yeah, I think I think uh, we, we weren't on the same page with uh, the way the way we answered it because that was the righty lineup. Okay, you know, there's a lot more. Um, obviously, Longoria is going to be sprinkled in when he comes back. He's just not going to be there for opening day uh, against against righties. There's going to be Alex Dickerson's a fucking masher. He's going to uh, be in there. Brandon Belt, you know. I hope it, I hope we see some Jalen Davis, but um, it all depends. And speaking of Jalen Davis and uh, and Gabe Kapler, uh, they broke the internet yesterday. Uh, made Aubrey Huff's worst nightmares come true. <laughs> uh, I, I love to see it. Um, we saw our first, well, not first kneelings because you know um, catcher for the A's, Bruce. Uh, he, he he started. He he was the first one to kneel Actually, in baseball. I do remember that. Yeah, that was Damn. it. Was a couple years ago, right when yeah. when Cap was kneeling. Um, you know, Giants are, are, are doing it right now. Um, Austin Slater, Yastrzemski, Jalen Davis. Um, you know, Brandon Crawford wasn't kneeling, but he was standing with them, like their hands on, on like saying, like, I support you, but I'm going to stand, like, you know, yeah. which I feel like I feel like is really important and really great. Like the the, the flag and the, and the anthem means a lot to different types of people and different walks of people. I think – it's not a bad thing to stand. I think it's a bad thing to stand and tell people that are kneeling that they're doing it wrong and they're disrespecting things. Uh, but if it doesn't make sense to you, like if, if the flag means like specifically stuff to, to veterans and that's how you were brought up, that's great. Then, then stand. But you should also be standing with the people that are kneeling because this is a legit mm-hmm. issue and, and something that needs to continue to be talked about. Yeah. Unfortunately, it needs to continue to be talked about. Right. It should and, be and over by now. I think that's a great point. Like if you're standing in defiance of people kneeling, then you're a fucking asshole. If you're standing just because that's what feels right to you, but you acknowledge while, why people are kneeling and you acknowledge, you know, that that is bringing some kind of exposure to the cause, then great. Stand, do what you want. Um, But I think, you know, we might have to make this a weekly segment of, uh, I don't know if you saw the like two minute video that Aubrey Huff posted and he's no. just, he's just, he's lost his fucking mind and he, <laughs> he posted and I don't know her name. I'm sure you do. Oh, Alyssa so, Nackin, 
right. first shines coach. He's a bitch for talking shit about. He's been he's been talking shit. He's been drawing like like he's like a fucking painter all of a sudden, Mister Artist. And he like he like just super disrespectful towards her. Completely doesn't even know her. Yeah, and, and it's he, complete. He posted a picture of you know everyone standing on the line during the anthem, and she's standing for the anthem. And he posted a caption saying she has more balls than Gabe Kapler, Jalen Davis. And it's just like, dude, are you out of your fucking mind? Like, you're so disrespectful. You know, she, and furthermore, she accomplished something huge yesterday by being the first female Major League Baseball coach. And you're just going to acknowledge, like, all the spotlight you're giving her is she's standing for the anthem. And now that makes her like a patriot and she has more balls. Like, fuck you, Aubrey Huff. We've said it a million times. Fuck you. You can say it a million more times. It's just music to my ears. Yeah, you could say that ten thousand times, and it know. still wouldn't be enough. It fires me up, man. Um, and and that's another thing. When when, when it comes, you know for a fact, Aubrey Huff, by the way, was was pissed when he saw her out there. It ruined oh, his yeah. fucking day. Okay. Um, but everyone like and it's it's terrible because it's not just guys like Aubrey Huff. There's a lot of fans. If you look through the the, the mentions on on people's twitters when when they're posting about her, um, you know. I'm as qualified as her. Like, do you know what her what her accomplishments are? Do you know what she is? She's been in the organization working her way up for years. She's a star college uh, softball player. Which, granted, yeah, it's not the same as as baseball, like as you're performing, but it's the same game. So you could see things and you can you could pick up on things when you're looking at it different. You know, different perspective and different ways to win. Um, obviously, she wouldn't she wouldn't be there if she didn't deserve it she's the first female that means she has to be she has to be 10 times what other coaches are for anyone to accept her right so obviously she knows her shit right and, and it's like you know and again i don't know her name but there's that female coach no no no. i'm saying there's a female coach for the san francisco 49ers as oh well. yes yeah. and it, it's people are like well you know she never played the sport at a high level and it's like well they don't have the opportunities so yeah, many exactly. if you look at Japan for instance so many women play baseball because softball was just never really introduced so all yeah. women play baseball and a lot of women in the United States want that same opportunity but they're not given yeah. that opportunity so they have to play softball so to to say someone doesn't have the knowledge of the game because they played softball instead of baseball is complete bullshit it's just yeah. a terrible argument show me examples of her mistakes you know what I'm saying? If, if you're saying she can't do the job, what did she fuck up on? Right. You know what I'm saying? She's literally of being, she's going to she, fuck up. Every coach fucks up. Yeah. And yeah, she's going to get criticized, but, and that's fine. But she deserves but, to be there. Exactly. Criticize her baseball decisions. Criticize right. what she's doing in the game. If you're just saying she's not qualified just because she's a woman, like, I, there's just nothing else I could say about you. Like, you what, probably what you have say? an Aubrey Huff Small autographed dip. baseball in your house somewhere. And can, we pretend, energy. can we stop pretending that Aubrey Huff, Aubrey Huff is not like some great baseball player? No. He's just champion for, for exactly. guys to hate women and, and, and hate it when people acknowledge that, you know, black people get treated different. Yes. Yeah. Him and his best friend, Jeff Kent, probably, you know, talk all the time. <laughs> Why do you going to go there, man? Because Gosh, trying to ruin my Jeff Kent's I don't a racist. talk about Jeff Kent. And our boy Kent Brooks said, said it, it best. Our boy Brooks said it best. The uh, secret cop Jeff Kent, 
I think Aubrey Huff's uh, right there. Aubrey Huff's more like the uh, undercover, you know, Homeland Security people in Portland. That's what he secretly would want to do. Aubrey Huff is that dude fucking in the woods with a fucking uh, foil on top of his head because the CIA is spying on him. That's how we got Aubrey Huff is. Fuck that dude. Uh, That's a million and two right there. We're going to keep on going a hundred times. It rhymes. They're both verbs. All right, guys, before we wrap it up for this week, we do have a couple giveaway announcements, a couple giveaway winners to announce. So for the Dodger side, the winner of the Jose Lima signed baseball and the $25 Amazon gift card is going to be our friend Joe Papermaker at Papermaker's Army on Twitter. Congratulations. I will be shipping that Jose Lima ball to you. And over to the Giants side, winner of a great Willie McCovey bobblehead as well as $25 to Amazon uh, is our buddy Austin at Aka24. Um, you won. All your wildest dreams have come true. It's great. We're ready for baseball. It's baseball tomorrow, baby. I'm so it's fucking tomorrow. excited. I'm so fucking amped. It's Can't happening. It. Unless a meteor, unless a meteor hits hits the yeah. fucking earth, which is, if 2020 you know, is any uh, indication yeah. of stuff, it's very possible. Yeah, of course. But at least I think we can say with almost certainty we're gonna at least get one game. Probably at least okay, one yeah. series. Because when travel starts, that's when things are going to get wonky. But at least one series. Yeah, I feel like, I don't know. Once they start it, they're, they're going to finish it. We're going to be great. We're going to play 60 games. Dodgers are going to get knocked out of the, uh, of the second round. I fucking We're doubt gonna... it. But anyways, this has been the Benches Cleared Podcast. Brought to you by yes. Renovation Candle Company. Renovation mm-hmm. Candle Company Fall Collection dropping August 3rd. 10 a.m. Pacific Top Standard Time. Action. Use promo code BENCHES for 20% off your order. No one does fall like Renovation Candle Company does Nobody. fall. Nobody. Nobody does fall. I dare you to tell me I someone dare. that does it better Come than me. Come at me. I doubt it. Come at me. Ooh, who else just hit a bomb? Who hit a bomb real quick? Alex Dickerson. I fucking love that dude. Thank you so much for, for listening to this podcast. Make sure to be following us on Twitter at BenchesCleared.P. On Instagram at Benches Cleared Podcast. Make sure to subscribe uh, to our YouTube. Subscribe um, whatever podcast plas- platform you are uh, listening to, uh, and look up for this guy down here. Wait, where's my? There we go. This guy right here at AT and T Park. Uh, if uh, if you're able to catch catch a picture of me at the stadium, my cardboard cutout. This guy right down here. This picture right here. Uh, you'll win something. I'm not sure what. But uh, send me the picture, and we'll, we'll send you some type of gift card. We'll buy you dinner. You'll First get a one to personalized selfie signed by Jesse himself. Yeah. You'll win the cardboard cutout. No, I'm actually really excited to get that thing home. Um, do weird things to it. Uh, no, if, uh, if you're you watching the game after the it, season, you have to go pick it up. But I yeah. will for sure pick that up, especially because my dad, I did me and my dad, oh, dude. So my dad, we got to do ugly faces, dude. We can't just be little bitches watching you. And he did the – that's a mug right there. My I dad's got a mug. Fucking wait. mug. Look at this guy. I can't wait for next season. You go on vacation and I have to do an episode by myself and I'll just have it with me. So it's like you're here. It's going to be great. It's gonna oh, be I'm going to do the cardboard cutout next year is going to be right here. We don't, we're not, we don't have to watch games. So it will be my cardboard cutout. Uh, but thank you guys so much for, for listening. Um, and we'll be back next week. I'll say fuck Aubrey Huff.